Welcome to the CMC podcast. CMC is one of Brisbane and Australia's leading Bible colleges. We combine a dedication to Christian truth with a passion for spirit life and a commitment to academic excellence. You'll be hearing from a variety of students, lecturers, pastors, and team here at CMC. We pray that these episodes inspire you and help you to influence your world for good and for God. Enjoy. Great together. Don't those City Point worship guys do a great job? And I remember seeing that song come through. I get to see the songs come through early and get the rough soundtrack. And this, the, the spiritual atmosphere, I think this is, song is going to be a banger. So it's great. And so, Jess, I noticed you're off in the spirit singing some lyrics. I recorded them because that could be the lyrics of a new song. Oh, yeah. See, there was a good flow going with it. And you had a bit of a rhyming thing going at the end there. So I was thinking, it's just wonderful. Hey, well, um, Alison Gray did a great job week one bringing a cracker word about God's empowering presence. And then Rudolph really challenged us last week about when we watch movies, we try and put ourselves in the movie and we're not the main character. So I had to, I thought, gee whiz, the, the meeting messages are going up. So not to disappoint, I thought I'd start off with a story. And um, when I was at college after I'd sort of given up an accounting career, I was doing youth ministry with troubled young people and we'd take them away on camps and we'd invariably take them to an outdoor education centre. Some of you remember these in high school. Remember high and low ropes courses, challenges, and then the, 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 the challenge would get higher and higher as you were challenged and um, find deep answers within yourself. Uh, but the challenge got bigger and bigger. So we had the Gregory Terrace Outdoor Education Centre one day. And so the piece de resistance, the last activity we had to do was what they call the pamper pole. Now, if you're American, pamper means nappies. So you think, why are you calling a nappy pole? What it is, it's a telegraph pole, about the height of a telegraph pole, and you've got little claw things, you've got to climb up it, and you put on a full harness, and then there's this little board at the top, and you've got to get up there and sort of stand on this, this board, and then there's a trapeze that's sort of suspended in some trees out in the distance, and, and uh, some it's called the pamper pole, some it's called the leap of faith. And you have to springboard off this little one-foot-by-one-foot platform and springboard out and grab the trapeze, but there is a safety rope if you miss. So here's me encouraging all these young guys we're working with, and they're going up there and they're sort of dominating, probably half failed or half didn't reach the objective, how about I say that, and then half reached the trapeze. So I'm encouraging these guys, but one of my mentors in the program sort of came over to me and sort of kicked me and says, Andrew, you're going to have a crack at the pamper pole. I said, oh, I'm sort of thinking about it. And he sort of sat down next to me and he goes, if you were going to do it, like, like how, how would you approach it? I said, oh, you know, I might, you know, put a harness on. And he, <laughs> and he was just talking it through anyway. Literally, I sort of broke it up in a series of steps and it took me literally about five, seven minutes to just get the harness on and then another five, seven minutes to climb up to the top and then because I was a bit scared of heights, but I just broke it up into the micro little pieces and I just remember finally standing on the top of this little platform and seeing in the sun this shining trapeze bar, all kitted up with a, a harness that had wrapped me up three or four different ways and just sitting there just so nervous and as I'm getting ready to think about springing, I can feel this big telegraph pole starting to sway a little bit. 
And I just remember, like, this is make or break. But the gap was so big. And I just remember, so it all happened in slow motion. And I still remember today, like I'm there right now, I can remember the blue sky with the white clouds, the eucalyptus trees, and I could see this stainless steel trapeze bar in the distance. And I just remember just girding up these powerful thighs and I thought these are springs of steel. And I just remember thinking I've got a safety rope, like what, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? And I just remember just in slow motion just leaping out and the next thing, bang, I grabbed with both arms onto the bar and I just had this overwhelming, Rrr! is there any gentlemen in the room right there? The, you know what that subterranean, right from the inner man, just yelling out. And I thought, I dominated the pamper pole. I, I dominated the leap of faith. And I remember just thinking that that story told me so much about my own journey of faith. Because even on that day, I remember seriously overcoming a, like ignorance. I did not know whether this was possible for me at all. I remember having a sense of um, unbelief overcome, like other people could do it, but maybe not for me. I was sitting at the bottom doubting whether I had the ability to actually achieve this momentous task. I definitely overcame fear and anxiety and even the sense of distance. And sometimes there's a distance between us and God and a distance between where we think that we should be. I don't know about you, but there are times when I have I'm ignorant of some things. I do have unbelief. I do have fear and anxiety, and I do have distance. And this this story taught me a lot about my own journey of faith, and I'm wondering this morning as I bring an encouragement that this element, this essential element of our walk with Jesus Christ, our essential element of our studies here in distinctively Christian higher education is that we need the essential element of faith because the Bible says without faith, what? It's impossible to please God. I don't know about you, but after having known what Jesus has done for me, I want to please God. So he says, I can please him when I have faith. And then when I move in this dimension, I bridge the gap somehow, often with his strength. He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, many of us in ministry college, so if I start talking about faith, tell me, yell out a chapter, yell out a passage, which we can dig in these wonderful jewels of faith. Do I have a bold student? doesn't have to be a high distinction student. A past student will be fine. Give me a passage. Hebrews 11, Tashley Puth was good, but there was a very unconfident Ashley Lackampal over here going, Hebrews 11? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember that movie, Pitch Perfect? I ate, I ate my twin. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a story of a different time. But it said here, yeah, it says now faith, it, the Bible says faith is being sure, being certain. When I'm on the top of that pamper pole, I wasn't sure, but I was going to give it a crack. Now I'm sure. <laughs> Who else in this room has done the leap of faith? You know, come and join this elite club of surety and, yeah, whatever. But the message says this, it is the fundamental fact of existence that we have a trust in God. The Amplified, now we don't have all day to read the Amplified, but it does say this, it says it's an assurance, it's a confirmation, 
It's a title deed of things we hope for. It's a surety. It's a conviction that we have. The NLT says it is a confidence that what we hope for will come to pass. I love this idea of faith. And the idea is that it is invisible, but there's this knowing, there's this surety that we have that God has got this. Now, if you take the idea of a prism, it takes white light and it can refract it, all the colours of the rainbow. And in a way, for me, faith's like that. When the word of God or the light of God hits, hits faith, it refracts in many different ways. Like we all know there's saving faith. We say yes to Jesus and one day it will be fire tested, literally, that if this faith that we've had in God, it will literally be fire insurance from the flames of hell. But more importantly, it will usher us into the presence of God. There's nothing the walk of faith, the fight of faith. There's nothing called the gift of faith. There's trusting faith. Like there's, there's an element of faith which is confidence, but there's another part of faith which talks about a trust, a quiet confidence that God has got this. The gift of faith, which I said, and some, some people have been gifted with this supernatural ability that in the, in the face of seemingly devastation, that a shaft of light and hope could come from, from God and like Moses on the edge of the Red Sea. He's got the whole nation behind him. <laughs> Literally, he is on the brink of disaster. He is on the verge of a miracle. And the gift of faith comes in right now to leadership and says, this is the way that we are going. You step in there like that, and all of a sudden the, 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 the waters part. And for some of us have lived long enough to realise there's been times in our life where near impossibilities or impending death has been overcome by a word of faith straight from the throne room of heaven. I love the fact that it's a divine endowment from God that to live the life that we're, that we're meant to be living. But I do, as I say, as we wrestle through these refractions of faith, there are obstacles, there are doubts. So what do we do in the gap? I want to just bring an encouragement to us this morning. I've come to realise that I've got a series of faith defaults now that have been based on the word of God and that have been forged often in Christian community like this where we encourage one another when sometimes we can't see the overcoming of the gap or the distance that's in front of us. It's one thing I love about Christian community is that there are other people who may not have gone through the same thing as us but they've been through similar things and they can encourage us in our walk of faith, in our fight of faith, and their faith and their story and their hope and their belief and their encouragement in us can help us bridge that gap and bridge that distance. I know for me, the names of God are very powerful. They've helped build faith in my life. We know that there's a name for God called Jehovah Raphi, which he is the God who heals and sometimes I've prayed and I've used that name saying, God, your Bible says this is one of your attributes. I'm asking for you to evidence that in this life, in this situation, by faith. I trust you. And that bridges the gap between sickness and a breakthrough. It's a wonderful thing, this faith that we have. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. Not only does he guide me, and instructs me, but he also disciplines me or encourages me, 
Like I, I do like more stuff and less right in my life. <laughs> because I love it when Jesus loves me, but there's times where he's had to help me get back on track away from my own ways. When I know the names of God, that helps build, build faith. So here's a couple of faith defaults that sometimes I, I go to, and sometimes I have to yell them out, and sometimes this is why a lot of the students are sometimes down the oval early in the morning praying, because you can pray out there and you can yell and no one can hear you except I can hear some students across the oval. They're obviously wrestling with God. Yeah, yeah. But, and sometimes these are the things, this is the fight of faith. I know this. Number one, God is good and he only ever does good and he only ever does good to me. I've come to trust the goodness of God and if you want to hear a great message about this, I heard a great young man at Kingdom Hope Church last Sunday night preach a message about the goodness of God. It was a wonderful message. His name is um, Jethro Staggs. So, so, so is this right, Tiara? $50 you're paying for this product placement for Kingdom Hope Church. There is a podcast you can have. I heard his dad's pretty good too. It was just the most wonderful message, and he was just preaching at the age of 22. He's got a revelation about the goodness of God, and and that's one of his faith defaults, automatic reflex actions, which helps bridge the gap sometimes when our faith doesn't feel like it's working. I know this one, faith default number two. The word of God is true, and it is the foundation for my faith and for my life. Every time I open up the word of God, I come to it like a prospector looking for gold, knowing there's going to be wisdom for me. Faith default number three, I know this. The steps of a good man, a good woman are ordered by the Lord. Whether I trip up, stuff up, deliberately sabotage or deliberately hijack my own walk, it is God who will uphold me with his righteous right arm. It's a wonderful thought, isn't it? Number four, God will make all things work together for his good and will make me more Christ-like, like him. Number five, God always restores the righteous and he will always give you double for your trouble. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's so true, eh? God takes away shame, he takes away pain, and he takes away guilt. I've got grey hair, I've walked with God a few years now, but Steve Morton, isn't it true? We're still young men. But I have come <laughs> to know that God can bridge the gap. If there's a gap between us and where we need to be going, it is God. So I want to encourage us in our faith. Can I pray? God, we thank you for this wonderful gift of faith. And like the man who brought his sick son to you and he said, I have faith. But he said, can you please increase my faith? For those who are wrestling this morning, they see a distance, they see a gap. God, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, as Jess and Josh so powerfully prayed, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. From roof to floor, from where I am, across the gap to where I think I need to be, uphold us with your righteous right arm today, God. Help your people, strengthen your people. Help us even today to be prompted right now. Let's not withhold any word of encouragement that you want us to give to somebody else today because it may be just the catalyst for their to increase their faith today as we do this in community. We love you, God. I thank you for your presence even on this site here at Christian Heritage College, City Point Ministry College, the City Point Group. Thank you, God, for almost 50 years 
You've been faithful and you've been true on this site. and We love you for that. We just pray for this day, Thursday the 8th of August, 2022. We're never going to get this day again. I pray that we'll do good for you and continue to walk in faith, believe and trust and expecting for you because literally the best is yet to come. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CMC podcast. Let us know what you thought by leaving us a review. You can connect with us on social media at City Point Ministry College or head to cmc.edu.au to find out more about who we are.